Start the countdown and get the family together. I've got one vegan kid and one religious kid. We're like the Kardashians. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Monday, March 22nd. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. The Writers Guild of America awarded the Best in Movies and TV Sunday night, honoring Promising Young Woman's Emerald Fennel, who also directed that movie, and the Borat sequel for Best Original and Adapted Screenplays, respectively. On the TV side, Ozark picked up two awards for the episode Fire Pink and for Best Drama. The Great won the comedy episode category. Ted Lasso won for Best New Series and Best Comedy. The Simpsons creator Matt Groening is teasing the return of controversial character Apu. After public outcry last year about white actors voicing non-white characters resulted in Hank Azaria no longer voicing Apu, Groening tells USA Today that they are, quote, working on something kind of ambitious, adding that they have plans for the character, but, quote, we have to see if we can make the stories work. Groening called Apu one of the most nuanced characters on the animated series, which celebrated its 700th episode over the weekend and said they have not yet found the right actor to voice the character moving forward. Director Chris Columbus has set the record straight to EW about whether there are PG, PG PG-13, R, and NC-17 versions that exist of his movie Mrs. Doubtfire. A viral tweet last week referenced an old interview with Columbus who claimed that the different versions exist because of star Robin Williams improvising during filming. Columbus clarified to EW saying there is not an NC-17 cut, but confirmed there are three different versions of the movie, including an R-rated one. The director tells EW that he and the late Williams had an agreement that the actor would do a few scripted takes and then he would say, quote, let me play. Columbus obliged and says they would, quote, basically go on anywhere between 15 to 22 takes, I think 22 being the most I remember. So forget the Snyder cut. Sounds like we need to start hashtag release the Columbus cut. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and much more, head over to EW.com. Oh, baby, it's time for our top three picks, starting with number three, The Good Doctor. The ABC drama returns tonight, finding Sean and the team dealing with a renowned surgeon who comes to St. Bonaventure for treatment. Their enthusiasm is quickly overshadowed, though, by the doctor's behavior. But Sean soon sees a pattern he recognizes after studying his case. But the bigger development this week is the fallout from the previous episode's bombshell. Sean's girlfriend, Leah, is pregnant. At the time, he was speechless. But he's got a very different response in tonight's episode. Here's a clip. We should start taking your blood pressure every day. Very sweet and responsible. Yes, I am going to try to be extra responsible now. We, we, we have to talk about what we want to do. I love you. I want a child, so I want this child. I love you too. And I do want kids, but it's complicated. Is this the right time in my career, in our relationship? Am I too young? Can we afford this? Am I willing to make this commitment right now? 
we can start depositing money into a shared account for expenses, and I can talk to Dr. Glassman about hiring you an assistant to help with your workload. Sean, just slow down. I, I don't need you to answer these questions now. I just need to think to figure out what to do. And you do too. Well, these two have a big decision ahead of them. You can see how it plays out tonight at 10 on ABC. Number two. Now let's move ahead to our number two pick, Breeders, which has also moved ahead in time. The FX comedy stars Martin Freeman and Daisy Haggard as the parents of now 13 and 10-year-old kids Luke and Ava, whose increasing anxiety and growing independence add some new uncharted complications to the already chaotic process of parenting. Here's a preview. Yay! Hasn't started yet. Oh God, not dancing on ice. Ava, quick! It's starting. I might watch it later. I think I might be too old for that sort of stuff. We were never going to be the Waltons. I don't need us to be the Waltons, hon. I'd make do with the Munsters at this point. With the Manson family, at least they had a shared interest. I think anger is healthy. Don't you dare talk to me like that! You defied us willfully and deliberately! No birthday at all! Counseling, a child's birthday. Are you in a Royal Doll book? As if their kids weren't enough, Freeman's Paul and Haggard's Allie are also dealing with their own parents and the challenges of their relationship. Can they survive the new pressures the way they just about swapped the old ones? Only time and a 10-episode season will tell. That begins with a two-episode premiere tonight on FX, and you can catch up on the first season on FX on Hulu. It's trivia time. Breeders star Martin Freeman's breakout role was Dr. John Watson on Sherlock before playing Bilbo Baggins in the Hobbit trilogy. Which Lord of the Rings star has also played the role of Dr. Watson? Was it Viggo Mortensen, Ian McKellen, or John Reese davies Stick around for the answer. Our number one pick is coming up. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Watchmen was one of the most talked about shows of the past year and a half. But what does a Watchmen star watch? For our awardist podcast, EW's Clarissa Cruz recently spoke with Yaya Abdul-Mateen II, who won an Emmy for his performance as Cal Abar, a.k.a. Dr. Manhattan, on Watchmen. He also stars in The Trial of the Chicago 7, which picked up six Oscar nominations this year. When Clarissa spoke with him, she asked the question, what you watching? The latest thing that I watched was uh, Queen's Gambit, and uh, I sat down and I watched that. I, I, um, I love chess. I play chess just about every day. And uh, I watched that thinking that I was going to go in, you know, being attracted to the chess. And that was a very strong, strong part of it. But, you know, I've, I've watched that and I've talked to people who, who have no idea, who have no ideas or no connections, you know, to, uh, to chess. And they watch that drama. Um, I'm always watching The Office. 
I still have to I have a lot of catch up to do also because I have been working. So I'm just coming back from Berlin working on the Matrix. And, and right. now I have an opportunity to sit down and lunch out and watch some TV and to see what's, see what's good. I started watching uh, Black AF. And that's that's good. That's mm-hmm. that's really good uh, television. Some good picks there, both old and new. Abdul Mateen's episode of the Awardist podcast is new today. Check that out wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And since he mentioned The Office. This week in entertainment history, The Office debuted on March 24th, 2005 on NBC, starring Steve Carell, Rain Wilson, John Krasinski, and Jenna Fisher. Based on the British sitcom of the same name, which starred Ricky Gervais and breeders Martin Freeman, the six-episode first season wasn't particularly well-received. But the show found its footing quickly in season two and became one of NBC's most popular series. The Office would go on to run for more than 200 episodes across nine seasons and resurged in popularity while streaming on Netflix in recent years. It's currently available on NBC's streaming service, Peacock. And now grab the mic for our number one pick, American Idol. Tonight's episode continues this season's Hollywood week after Sunday's electrifying kickoff. In case you missed it, here's one of the most memorable moments from last night's episode. Rock is absolutely the best genre. I feel like I have that rock star spirit in me when I get on that stage. I like to rock. I love your nose piercing. Thank you, thank you. My grandmother would beg to differ, but you know. It looks real nice. Thank you, I appreciate that. My name is Bean, I'm 23, and I am from Beantown, or Boston. Hi. (laughs) In my first audition, it seemed like all the judges were leading towards a no, but I think just something about my personality got me a yes from from Katie and Lionel. You're the new modern day Mr. Rogers. (laughs) But you may not be American Idol. Luke held out on his no, which is good. Keeps a fire under my ass. Fire under my butt. (laughs) There's much more to come in tonight's installment, as this season's hopefuls take on Hollywood duets, pairing off to perform songs together and compete for their chance to make it to the next round. It could be the final countdown for some of them, but others might just jet their way to the finals. All right, we'll stop now. Catch American Idol tonight at 8 on ABC. And lastly today, the answer to our trivia question. Which Lord of the Rings star, along with Martin Freeman, also played the role of Dr. John Watson, Viggo Mortensen, Ian McKellen, or John Rhys-Davies? Well, we'll give you the short answer. It was John Rhys-Davies who played the dwarf Gimli in the Lord of the Rings trilogy and voiced Watson in Tom and Jerry Meet Sherlock Holmes. Yes, it's animated, but it totally counts. That is our show for today. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I am Senior TV Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch is written by Tyler Aquilina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller. 
produced and hosted by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Krokmal and Carly Usden.